everyone and this is our last new podcast I'm going to say of this half of the year before we have a little break over July and August Um, but never fear you will still be getting your weekly feed of podcast heaven from uh, our socials we'll be putting out nine of our favorite podcast interviews over the past few months and they're all available in one go if you want to absolutely binge them maybe you're sat on a sun lounger at some point over this summer having a bit of a chill reading books listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts then please do dive into whichever ones spike your fancy there there's going to be a quite a range of different interviews over those nine that we've chosen and also we will put out one a week on our socials as normal so that if you want to just go through your normal routine on a Friday morning and still have something to listen to from us then it will be there waiting for you but for today uh, we are going to do something a little bit different um, I'm Kirsty McGregor accountant in residence at Capitalize and founder of the Corporate Finance Network as I'm sure you know if you're a regular listener and because this is our last new podcast of this season before the summer break we thought we'd review the year so far And so I've asked three of our brilliant partnership managers from Capitalize to come and share on the podcast some of their highlights uh, of of the last few months, really, both completed deals, which they're proud to have been involved in uh, with particular clients. And also I've asked them to spotlight one of their accounting firm partners who have impressed them over the last few months. Now, they'll tell you that all their firms always impress them. They're very proud to work with them. But I'm going to give them the hard task of name checking just one. So let's see what they have to say. Hey, Toby, how are you? It's been such a busy year so far. And Toby is one of our partnership managers as well, who has the privileged position of working directly with our fantastic accounting firm partners and their clients. So this year, Toby, so far, because we're only halfway through the year, obviously, but so far, Give me an example of a case you've worked on that has just really made your heart sing, just made you think, God, that was really made a difference to that client and that firm. Obviously, don't give us any names. Let's keep it confidential. But just tell me about a case that you've worked on that you've loved. Um, So there's one that springs to mind, which um, was was sent over by one of my accounting partners. um, And they effectively had a client that had gone to a broker in the area and hadn't consulted their accountant to obtain uh, about £100,000. It was a manufacturing company who were looking at purchasing an asset from abroad and so wanted to get the cash in to purchase the asset, bring it over, and then refinance it into an asset finance facility. Now, thankfully, the accountant was able to catch the client before they had taken the offer because the offer that they had received from the broker um, had very, very high arrangement fees included in it. And so it turned out to be quite an expensive offer for the client to win. The broker charging not only a broker fee, but a very high um, lender arrangement fee in which they'd get a commission. So luckily, I put it in front of um, in front of George, one of our funding specialists, who his eyes nearly popped out his head when he saw the the quantum of the arrangement fee included. Um, And so what we were able to do is actually work with the client and find them an alternative offer um, and we were able to cut the rate of people around 12 and a half percent. The broker was charging down to five and a half percent. 
Um, and it just so happened as well that when we went to, to the lender, um, we were able to get a cheaper interest rate for the client too. So the overall savings there were just over £20,000 over that five-year facility um, on, on the loan. So I remember the accountant being very happy, um, but it also gave me the tools to um, ensure that the accountant made sure that their clients weren't making this mistake moving forward. And actually mm -hmm. that funding conversation was being had throughout the, the, the team at that accounting firm um, so that their clients were making sure they were getting the best type of facility in the market. Brilliant. What a great piece of work. And so that new piece of equipment is going to help that company grow, I assume. Of course, buying from overseas is tricky anyway, isn't it? And uh, that's a that's a fantastic result. Well done. So now I want to talk about your accounting partners and it doesn't necessarily have to be that firm. Uh, but and I, you can name check whoever yeah. you're going to talk about, because I think we should, you know, put them up in lights. Um, but tell me about one of the firms that you've worked with this year. And I'm sure there's many but one which really stands out for you where they've just kind of embraced what we try and do with them, which is help them, as you expressed in that situation there, but help them make their clients more resilient, have healthy balance sheets. And when they do need funding, that they're getting the best quality funding possible. So which accounting firm would you like to put up in lights? So I think it's a really, really tough one because with the portfolio that I'm fortunate enough to work with at Capitalize, there are some very, very um, well, just incredible accountants and, and firms included in that. The one I am going to pick, um, I'm picking because they really came into their own this year. It was one that we hadn't really had too much engagement with prior, but uh, Michael and Greg at, at Echovis um, mm -hmm. and myself kind of caught up towards the back end of last year to really see how we could look to just go wider with Capitalize amongst their client base and really harness some of the newer features as they had done plenty of funding with us prior to, uh, to when I took over as their, their account manager. Um, but really they, they were very keen at how they could harness the credit data and start to help their clients and educate their clients on the importance of credit profiles. And so the reason I picked them is they've really been making waves in the credit review service space and actually seeing how far they can go to help their clients optimize their credit profiles and not just looking at helping them improve their credit score to later obtain funding but also actually alleviate any need to borrow in the first place and look at optimizing the credit limits that their clients have helping them with the supply of credit that they get extended from, from their clients trade creditors and really understanding where the opportunity lies within their client base to, to optimize cash flow is. Um, and so the reason I picked the two of them is not only have they harnessed the new products that we're doing with the clients that they're working with, but they're also looking at helping how we can educate the wider team and get more people involved in assisting their clients with this. Um, and I, yeah, I've been very impressed with the work they put in the frequent touch points, the questions they've been asking, um, because it does just go to show that there is that willingness and, and ability there for the two of them to want to help the clients that they're working with. Oh, gosh, mates, my Yeah, fantastic. Uh, brilliant, brilliant example. And, and I think I keep saying this to, you know, to, to all of our firms and to the capitalised team that this credit score data that we're now asking them to look at and understand, it is a new area for accountants. You know, it's it's data, but it's not data that we're used to seeing. Um, generally, you know, most firms I know have never looked at credit scores before and never 
try to impact them. And so it is a whole new area and education is key so that, you know, we've had to learn all about the credit score data over the past 12, 18 months as we've been working with Experian. And and it is a it's a learning curve, isn't it? Um, But the more people that know about it, then light bulbs go off. You can see that. And and um, then they can make a real difference. And and I know Ecovis have done some brilliant stuff, especially with their audit clients who you would expect a larger company to have a good, strong credit score, be filing full accounts. What else can they possibly do to make a difference? Well, clearly there are things that they've been able to do. And even if they're already in A, they've been able to increase the supplier limits, haven't they, the, the credit limits. So getting more supplier finance, as you said, which is uh, 0% interest at the end of the day. So why wouldn't you? Thank you very much, Toby. Thank you for your time. Brilliant contributions to this podcast. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Kirsty. It's my pleasure. Cheers. And next up, one of our other partnership managers, our brilliant partnership managers, I should say, um, is Olivia. And the role that PMs play in Capitalize is absolutely crucial for us as a business, for accountancy firms. They have to do so much. They have to be all over the products. They have to know all the products. They have to um, be prepared to like take questions and go and find extra answers. So they have to know who to speak to in the business to, to really delve into anything really complicated. They have to um, like prep and, and support our accountancy firms. So it takes away some of the legwork that the accountancy firms are having to spend. So instead, the PMs will do it and they'll raise then in a meeting, like the insights that are more useful and, and certainly more imperative that the accountants go and speak to clients about. Um, they help with education, both with the champions we work with and the wider firm as well. And then um, coaching, like, you know, for if clients have got a meeting coming up and they don't really know how to handle that meeting, then, um, you know, Olivia or any of the other PMs would like coach you through that uh how that meeting would happen so they do so much um olivia it's been a busy year hasn't it for you as well as everybody it really has been lots of multitasking but can't complain it's great to work with such a range of different firms and help them on board capitalize brilliant and you at one point were taking on lots of new firms weren't you as well so you're doing a lot of onboarding a lot of education um and you know you go and visit firms in their offices uh, as well as doing online sessions so tell me about what I want to hear about is some of the amazing successes that you've had and um, let's start with a case so no names at this stage okay kind of the best case where you've just felt gosh we made a real difference there yeah good question so one that comes to mind is there's a firm that I worked with um who's got a client in the retail sector Um, They own a number of news agents across London and they initially approached us through the accountant asking for funding, um, mainly because they just needed some support really with stock purchases, bills, etc. to get the business back on track. Um, We spotted that because they take predominantly payments via a car terminal, um, the merchant cash advance facility, a really interesting product, would actually be really well suited to their business. Um, and it was actually a product that the accountant and the client hadn't heard of before so it was an opportunity for myself and the funding specialist to kind of educate them on how this works and immediately they thought that this was much better suited to them as a business than your standard term loan um, mainly because of the, the flexible repayments as it's done via a percentage of the sales through the car terminal each month 
Um, so in total, we actually set up two of the news agents with Merchant Cash Advance facilities around 300K. Um, and that funding has really enabled them to continue expanding, open up new news agents, plus, um, you know, continue with their, their cash flow as well. So not only that it's helped them with that growth and supports them on a day-to-day basis, but they now have such a good relationship with the lender that they're able to, after six months, they've both drawn down more. Um, and they can be a repeat client and there's that trust there. So, you know, both the client and um, the accountant are really, really happy. And the plan is that over the next couple of months, there's another two news agents where they're looking to explore merchant cash advance as well. Yeah, and I guess with retail at the moment, what they've been through, um, and especially if they're in city centres that have been really affected by you know lack of footfall over certain periods, Something like that merchant cash advance is great, isn't it? Because it is a, related directly to the turnover through the turnovers, turn, terminal. So if the business is slow, then they don't pay as much. And if they're busy, then they pay more. And so exactly. it, it helps them manage their cash flow much more directly aligned to the, the success that the business is having at the time. Yeah, exactly that. Now then, let's move on to a firm we are going to name. So I know this is really difficult for each of the PMs. I'm asking to do this. I'm asking you to pick just one of your babies, one of your <laughs> firms that you work with, that you get on so well with, I know. And, and I know it's really difficult for you to just highlight one. But let's put one firm up in lights. Tell me which firm you've kind of worked with this year that you feel has really grasped what Capitalize is all about, how we try and work with um, the businesses, what we're, what our core values are and how we're trying to democratise lending and, and um, make businesses more resilient. So which firm are you going to say is really like pleased you this year? Yeah, it's definitely a tricky one because I work with such amazing firms. Um, but I think for me, the standout firm is Bevan Butland. Yay! <laughs> also one um, of my firms. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, they've done really well this year. They've placed a lot of focus around helping their clients better understand their business credit scores and what impacts that. So we did a bit of an internal training session with the client managers um, and up to partner level as well. Um, And then we've also done some marketing and even a client webinar focused specifically around credit scores and the tools that they can give their clients access to. Um, something they've done as well is that as part of their standard meeting agendas, they incorporate the capital reports um, so the clients can have a visual of their capital position and better sort of understand where they're at. Um, and what they're doing as well is that they're offering capitalized for business licenses to their clients at a discounted price so that they can get more in-depth understanding of their credit profile and feeding into that as well as the credit review service. And something that they're looking to do is to work with clients on boosting their credit scores because they really just understand the benefit that this has. So accessing cheaper funding, better supplier terms, helping with tendering for new work. Um, And really to top it all off as well, they now have an employee whose role actually includes um, capitalise and using Monitor to proactively generate insights for upcoming partner meetings which is just amazing you know it's part of her her weekly role um and also helping clients get onboarded into capitalized for business so the client experience is just of such a high quality and they just show how they go in the extra mile for for their clients yeah and nothing to do with the fact that they're a welsh firm (laughs) (laughs) didn't want to say that (laughs) but uh, you know a phenomenal firm a firm i know well and i know i have to agree with you i've been really pleased with how they've 
they've taken on um, Capitalize over the last year. Um, a firm that has completely transformed themselves. I have to say, I knew Bevan Buckland a long time ago as well, and they're a very different firm than they were then. Uh, you know, they've been around well over 100 years. And, and I think some firms, it's a little bit like if they're that old and that, you know, a good size regional firm as they are, it's a little bit like shifting the QE2 round or whichever liner you want to talk about nowadays to uh, make changes in a firm that's, that's that established and, and uh, has that many members of, in the team. So, you know, all hats off to the leadership team there. They have absolutely, all credit to them, they have um, really, you know, uh, uh, adopted all of these new ideas to them and, and seen the benefit for their um, their clients in South Wales. So, um, yeah, really, I, I agree with you on that one. I think they've done great. Thank you, Olivia. Enjoy the rest of the year. Thanks, More successes. Katie. I'll interview you later at Christmas. <laughs> and now I've got Rory on the line with me. And Rory is one of our, another one of our fantastic partnership managers. He bleeds green, as we say. He is capitalised through and through. He's just such a great member of the team. He's always so keen uh, to help his accountancy firm um, clients and partners. And, um, it, you know, it wouldn't be a podcast without Rory talking about what he's been doing. But blimey, Rory, it's been busy, hasn't it? I've been talking to the others as well. And we've all said the same thing. What a busy start to this year. It has been. It's been been flat out, but in a positive way, for sure. Exactly. Exactly that. Now, um, question then for you, first of all, as I've asked the others, Talk to me about a case that you've had recently, um, a success story of, of one of the one of the deals that you've done for one of your firm's clients. Uh, something that really kind of really made you feel good that you've made a real difference. Yeah, for sure. So we had um, we had a really interesting case come through from from Lee's accountants. Um, it was an engineering business um, that had an opportunity to buy. Um, some plant, some asset that was going to really help them execute some new contracts as they were growing. Um, the client had already been to market. They were working with a broker uh, and one of our, our funders was already looking at the case. Um, and with what's been happening with interest rates, the, the base rate rose at the point at which we had various offers on the table um, which was obviously not, not the best news to give to a client. But what was brilliant about it is we were able to work with the accountant, with the client and ask them, OK, what can we do to make this work for you? Um, so we're talking about half a million pounds worth of, of kit. Uh, and typically you'd be expected to find the VAT at least a 10% deposit up front to, to make the, the funder happy. Um, but what we were able to do in this case is win on price, reduce the deposit that the client had to, to put in up front from 10% to 5% um, and, and also remove any personal guarantees, um, which is brilliant. We were able to um, effectively find a better option than the existing broker had, uh, which resulted in a you know, very happy client, very happy accountant, and also it suited all parties. And I think we have to uh, name check Shafi as well, because he worked hard on this one, didn't he? One of our funding specialists. And 
I love this. I love the fact it's engineering. You know, I'm, you know, I, I've worked with a lot of engineering and manufacturing clients over the years, and they've had it so tough with all the supply chain challenges and cash flow is really tight for a lot of them. But it is tricky, isn't it? You know, when we always do say, just give it us first, because if they've already been out to the market, it's really difficult to then try and come up with something different and, and better. And and it, it just ties our hands a little bit, doesn't it, when they've already been out there. But, oh, this thing about interest rates, though, I mean, it's a difficult conversation to be having. And it's a, quite a shock for some accountants and clients to understand what a difference the market is at the moment. And and. It, it's an awkward conversation to be having so to be I mean that's a cracking deal to have no PGs at that level of lending that's that's a real and we don't get that every day of the week do we so well done well done Shafi well done Rory well done the team at Lee's um someone you know firm I'm close to as well delighted for you and for your client and um I'm sure they'll push on now with these new contracts and get that business going from strength to strength now, talking of firms, and you're not going to mention Lee's in this particular slot, but I'm going to ask you to name another firm now. And I know I've said this to uh, all the partnership managers I've interviewed, and I've said, I know it's difficult to pick just one firm when you look after so many brilliant firms and you're very protective of them and you, you know, you're very proud of them all. Which firm, though, would you say in the last six months has really impressed you in terms of how they've, you know, taken on the ethos of what we're trying to do to strengthen balance sheets, improve clients' prospects. Which firm are you going to single out as like a spotlight? I mean, there's, yeah, it, it's it's not an easy one. There's there's lots of firms at kind of different stages of their uh, digital advisory journey. But I have to say, even though we do use them a lot for case studies, um, it would have to be MAP. So MAP, uh, um, they're an accounting firm based in Manchester. They um, specialize in digital agencies. Um, they're not probably the biggest firm, but they do an awful lot with the clients that they've got being agencies. Um, there is really an opportunity to help with that extended um, sort of digital finance function. Um, and over the past few weeks, I've been working with all of the team um, going through our new our new sort of products and capitalized for business uh, and they just you know they've really taken the reins seen the value seen how it can benefit their clients both in the offensive and in the defensive in terms of credit control raising funding for growth uh, and of course making sure that their credit score is optimized um, and they've just been super proactive with it um, and, and the clients are loving the product, which is great. Yeah, I mean, Paul Barnes, he's such a leader of that firm and and he doesn't mind that we keep pulling him in for case studies time and again because he is so inspirational and the firm is so brilliant. And, and, and you know, I don't blame you for uh, bringing them up as, even though we've worked with them for years because they do keep evolving, don't they? they have, they're not resting on their laurels with the you know, the base product, but they're seeing these opportunities and still seeing the enthusiasm and bringing, bringing these to their clients that is, is just so admirable, really, that they, they go up another level again and again. Um, so yeah, I'm delighted you mentioned MAP. I think they, they deserve, they deserve to be spotlighted. Thank you very much, Rory. Um, I hope you have an equally successful rest of the year and um, I will let you get back to those clients because I know you've got lots of conversations to be having. 
So that wraps up this episode of the podcast. And well, without a doubt, it has been really busy for everybody so far this year. So I hope you get chance over the next couple of months to take a break, to refresh, to recharge, to review what you've done and to make plans for how you might go back into the into the client world when you're back from your holidays and the things that you might want to do a little bit differently. We've had some very inspirational stories from the three PMs I interviewed there. Um, they're always around to help you uh, if you want to just have any um, you know chats through your existing portfolio, your clients, your the struggles they might be having. You need them to make some suggestions to you about what things you might want to have discussions about and the conversations you might want to have um, please do use them that's what they're there for and they have some um, you know really great productive relationships with the firms they work with so it just leaves me to say have a great summer and we'll be back in September with more brilliant interviews and also uh, our breakfast news and I'll see you then